Good evening and happy May Day. It is the Tuesday for Tuesday the 1st of May 2018 and I have a, um, I have a couple of quotes up on my wall. Well they're pinned up and one of the ones that says um, if we did the things we are capable of we would astound ourselves. That's a Thomas Edison and another Thomas Edison which is another one that I chose to clip out and keep is many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. And with that in mind, I'm just going to make this cast quickly about um, one of the things that probably contributes the most to keeping me sane and helping me to function and in, and in a way has defined our family home life in a way that very few other things could possibly do. <laughs> And that of which I speak is a children's TV program called Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom. And Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom uh, is created by largely the same people who are responsible for Peppa Pig. There's a lot of voice talent that is um, the same across both the programs. And if you listen carefully, you can recognize who does what. And... um, I'm very pleased that Ben and Holly's Little Kingdom exists because I became a very, very big fan of, oh my Lord, that's not fair that if I should forget her name, Sally, anyway, she, oh, that's terrible. I always know that woman's name (laughs) now for some reason that I'm recording, I've gone blank, but the lady who does the voice of Miss Rabbit. The lady does the voice of Miss Rabbit and there was this line in a um, an episode that we had a DVD of. And now, of course, I was going to surreptitiously connect it, connect my old phone and just quickly, quickly hop onto the internet and make sure that I've got this lady's name right because she actually means that much to me. And I'm going to Google on my old phone... I don't care about all of these things that Google wants me to set up. Nanny Plum voice. So the voice of Nanny Plum is Sarah Ann Kennedy. Now, Lord only knows why I thought I was in danger of forgetting that. That's what my brain wanted to say. But Sarah Ann Kennedy, who does the voice of Miss Rabbit on Peppa Pig. There's an episode where they go on a balloon ride. Big balloon, big balloon, bigger than the sun and moon. And I love the way Peppa's voice wavers in that song. And Miss Rabbit is working on the stall that gives away the prizes. Ooh, the balloon ride. (laughs) And Daddy Pig and the rest of the family get into the balloon and Daddy Pig says to Miss Rabbit, you must be an expert pilot. And she says, this is the first time I've ever flown a balloon. (laughs) For some reason, that line absolutely killed me. And after that, I was a dedicated, died in the wool, always listen out for her fan of Miss Rabbit. And Miss Rabbit went on to great, great acclaim and fame by being the world's hardest working person. There's a wonderful episode where she gets to meet the Queen because she does everything. She works in the shop and she runs the recycling centre and she's, she's, she does everything. She's everywhere. She's, she's a super rabbit. And um, Sarah Ann Kennedy does a fantastic job of voicing that character. And then as Nanny Plum, she's she's equally delightful. And she's one of the few people on that show that doesn't do more than one voice. Like Nanny Plum, 
that's the voice she does. She's so she's so funny. Although I have wondered if there isn't perhaps an essay in the sexual harassment of Nanny Plum by Redbeard the Elf Pirate, who's another one of my absolute favourite characters, voiced by David Rintoul and an absolutely beautiful character. You're a woman. Oh, it's bad luck to have a woman on board. Oh, it turns out it's bad luck for the woman. <laughs> Redbeard the, the Elf Pirate and his um his shipmate. Captain Squeed are two of my favourite voices. Ah, uh, I've got to bury my treasure somewhere else now, but you all know where it is. <laughs> I suppose one of the reasons why I was thinking in p- particularly about this today is because I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm assuming that you already know this about me, but um, my great love is sound and, you know, I, I had the fantastic um, good fortune to get the opportunity to work with sound a lot as a young person, you know, it's, I was 16 when I started doing stuff at the radio station and then um, just kind of never really stopped. And I do love sound very much. I've, I, um, I was sort of shamed into deep humility by the Baffler article about by Steve Albini, which is one of the most amazing pieces of writing. And you know what? Miracle of Miracles, I actually found it the other day. It's right here. And if I can get it without knocking everything over. Here it is. The Baffler number five. Alternative to what? The journal that blunts the cutting edge. See, it's I might I'll take a screenshot of this for the cover, I reckon, because um this plus new writing by Janice Edis, Robert Nedelkoff, and Steve Albini. And Steve Albini's the famous record producer. And um is this his article? The Problem with Music, Steve Albini. There's a great bit where he talks about... Yeah, okay. So, producers and engineers who use meaningless words to make their clients think they know what's going on. Words like punchy, warm, groove, vibe, feel. Especially punchy and warm. Every time I hear those words, I want to throttle somebody. (laughs) This is in part two of the piece of writing called What I Hate About Recording. (laughs) But there's a great bit where he talks about the A&R scouts and, um, uh, you know, when he sits down with the band for the first time over a plate of angel hair pasta, he can tell them with all sincerity that when they sign with Company X, they're really signing with him and he's on their side. Remember that great gig I saw you at in 85? Didn't we have a blast? But A&R guys are not allowed to write contracts. What they do is present the band with a letter of intent or a deal memo, which loosely states some terms and affirms that the band will sign with the label once a contract has been agreed on. Yeah, it's such an important piece of writing. And I think once you've read it, it's very difficult to go back. And um, I think that, that, band, that article actually had a really huge, huge impact on me. And um, and in a way, I've avoided. I've avoided um, exploring sound a bit more because I I didn't want to disappoint Steve Albini. I'm not a sound engineer. Fine, I know. No one is sound engineer. I've just realised that the the baffler that I've got, I have pretty much nicked from an ex of mine. Who has my copy of Palace Brothers Arise Therefore on vinyl, I'm pretty sure. So that that's hard to not have that anymore. <laughs> I was, I've often dreamt of this um, relationship amnesty day when you actually get to 
ask for whatever it is you want back and you can give back whatever it is that you've got that you should give back. And, like, no questions asked. You know, maybe it should be, like, a Dropbox parcel post kind of a thing and you don't actually have to see them in order to give their stuff back. But you're, you're, on, a, you're on a pretty good honour system. Maybe there needs to be an independent adjudicator. So if I was to give back this copy of The Baffler Number 5, which I should, probably should give back, he has to give me back my copy of Palace Brothers Arise, therefore, on vinyl. Like, that's just it. It's a fair exchange and no robbery. That will be the title of this podcast, therefore. A fair exchange and no robbery. Because really, all you can, the best thing you can hope for in this world of royal commissions and AMP, and oh my God, isn't that a mess? <coughs> is that the parcels, parcels that you ordered will be delivered. The people that you pay will do what they are supposed to do. The things that you lend will be returned to you. It's almost like life is one great big honour system. And the minute you think you can get away without doing your honourable duty, the system is forever broken. And so we all have to do the right thing every time, even though we can see the advantage that would accrue by being the one person who does it differently. And it all of that justification that you can say to yourself about why it's your turn to pass on the inside or leave your litter or, I don't know, leave your shopping trolley somewhere where it can't get home. Like All those little things. And I feel like Frances McDormand in Friends with Money, those little things, they add up. And she's the crazy lady. She's the crazy lady by definition. And I think, yeah, okay, fine, you've got to stick to your principles and have your ethics, but you've got to realise that most people out there don't give a shit until it's their turn, on the, until they're on the receiving end of the crappy treatment, and then they care a lot. But I guess the trick to making it a better world for everybody is that you've got to care a lot all the time, even if it doesn't affect you. And that is a very difficult sell for a large portion of humanity. It's like, like the argument for why we shouldn't pollute and why we shouldn't allow the plastics industry to go unchecked and why we, you know, like we just we have a lot of difficulty reigning in long-term things that we don't see the immediate outcome. So foresight, hindsight, fucking circumspect sight, whatever it is, it's very, very difficult to convince people who don't want to think that that stuff is worth thinking about. Oh, and on that extremely upbeat note, that's going to be my farewell because I'm actually doing Mindful in May and I want to spend a little bit of time signing into the portal or the app or whatever it is or however I'm supposed to use it. And I must admit, I don't understand it at all, but Magda Zabanski convinced me to sign up, so I've signed up. It cost me 50 bucks <laughs> to sign up, so I hope it's worth it. Apparently the money's going towards clean water or something. So there we go. I've completely forgotten what I'm supposed to call the program now. And all I know is that I've got to take a photograph of the baffler front page and probably really should give it back. On International Relationship Amnesty Day, maybe I will. Just wish I had a copy of my own. Take care of yourself and I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs>